Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. So today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. I did a full day free event on everything cold marketing. We went into everything from mindset to scripts to specific strategies like incentives. And at the beginning of this free day event, I started off the training with some of my insights, some of my newest strategies that I have not yet taught to the public. So what we're going to do is, is over the course of the next nine episodes is break each one of these speakers down into one specific podcast. So take some notes. If you are listening in the car or working out or wherever you're listening from, you may want to come back and and take a couple notes a little bit later as you go because this is some very, very in-depth training and I'm so excited for you to get the latest and greatest insights on cold marketing. All right, we are officially kicking this off. I'm going to start out and do a training on some of my techniques, strategies, mindset on cold marketing. So a couple different things. As I was gathering my thoughts and going through it the last hour this morning before this training and I was thinking about it, some of the things that I was thinking about is is when we start, we have to first start with the right mindset. But the first thing I want you to establish is this. Before we go into cold market, and we're going to give you the strategies, we're going to give you the techniques and the tips, is I want to challenge you to get out your cell phone, and I want you to look to your cell phone, and I want you to say, okay, how many of the first 50 people inside of my phone can't count team members? How many have I reached out to personally about my business or my product slash services in the last six months? And I found the vast majority of people aren't talking to brand new people, including the people that they know first. So cold market's great. Cold market's great. But do not, just because we're talking about cold market, I want to set the tone. Do not forget about your warm market. Don't abandon your warm or, as I like to call it, your hot market. Two different markets, right? Hot market would be like the people you're talking to all the time. Uh, your some of your closest friends and family, and then there's warm market of people maybe you're friends with and haven't spoken to for a year or two. But don't forget about them. Do not forget about them. So I've got to set that tone first because I don't want people all of a sudden just jump into, all I'm going to do is just cold marketing. That's it. I want a cold market, cold market, cold market, and I'm going to skip warm and hot market. Warm and hot market, is those are going to be your best leads by far. But I get it. I know some of you You've got limiting beliefs where you just can't handle, let's just call it what it is. You can't handle rejection from people that you know, but you can't handle it. And so for you, you instantly think, well, I'm okay if I get rejected by 50 people I don't know. That is a limiting belief. So I just had to start out with that, even though our training is completely focused on cold market as we go. So the first thing that I've gotten written down here is I went through, and those of you that know me know I got I like to structure things to give you a step-by-step. So the first steps we're going to start out with is the pre-lead, right? Or it's the generating the lead. It's the pre-cold market, generating the lead. Where do you find leads, right? Because we're going to talk mindset a little bit later. I talk mindset real briefly here, but it's going to be where do you find these leads? So the first thing is you go 
as you're looking at where to find leads, there's lots of different places and I'm going to list several of them. Now, I will encourage you to become a master at at least one, if not two of these different locations. So it could be one, it could be two, and it doesn't mean you're limited to just those two. You can utilize a lot of these, but I want an emphasis. I call it niches to riches. I want to focus as you're building. So one of the places that you can find them is by making social media posts. You're like, well, what do you mean? Look, you're going to hear me say the word value a ton. Why? Because people don't get it. They don't understand all the time with cold marketing where they're not providing any sort of value and all they're doing is just pitching. Now, we'll talk a little bit later on the direct versus the indirect, when to be direct, when to be indirect, what works better. Uh, and I'm going to give you both sides the perspective on that. But with that said, Think about a commercial. A good commercial doesn't just come on right away and it's like, buy my products, 1-800, right? And they give you the phone number. That's just not how it works. They're providing value. Now, sometimes the value is based off of vulnerability. Sometimes it's relatability. And sometimes it's humor. But they're increasing the value, which helps them to increase the attention. Attention is the number one currency in marketing. Attention is the number one currency in marketing. We talk about this in depth at the mastermind, but a lot of us have limiting beliefs with gaining attention. I know I did for years and years and years. I mean, even after I had done extremely well, I still struggled with attention. And I think a lot of it came from a limiting belief of, I was always told, you just want to get attention as a kid from, you know, especially my dad who loved to death. He's incredible. But he'd always just say, hey, you're just trying to get attention. So for me, I always thought attention was bad. Look at the greatest influencers in the world. Who are the people that have impacted and influenced you the most in this world? Whoever they are. I'm going to give some examples for me. People that I look up to. Martin Luther King. Gandhi. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did they get a ton of attention? A hundred percent. They got so much attention. The key is attention with the right intention. That is the biggest difference. But if you don't have attention, you can't make an impact or influence. So when you think about social media and you think about creating value for people, this is a way that you're going to start to increase your your correct following. Now, are there going to be people that just don't like? Maybe you post something about you know something you're extremely passionate about. Think about something you're extremely passionate about. It could even be something as simple as hiking. And there's a bunch of people like, I'm so annoyed. I can't believe this person's talking about hiking. Maybe it's something about sports. Maybe it's something about travel, right? People are going to get annoyed. People are going to judge you no matter what. That's just what they do. They're going to judge you because you're too fat. They're going to judge you because you're too skinny, right? Oh, she works out way too much. It's not worth it to have the extra small and Lululemon clothes. Like that's totally not worth it. So I just want you to have a little bit of perspective and that's a little bit of mindset as we're going through strategy. Cause I think we always got to talk about mindset, even when we're talking about strategy as we go. And as you're building this, this will make a tremendous difference for you. So now as we keep thinking about it, story or sorry, posts as you're providing value, pick a couple of the key topics that you're most passionate about and be consistent on those topics. So branding experts will always say, here's a simple, it could be an hour training session. I'm gonna give it to you in one minute quickly. I, I do believe listening to the longer strategy session on this is well worth it, but 
write down everything that you're excited about and passionate about. Write down, I, I would say at least 10. Narrow it down to five. One of those five things should connect or relate to your business, whether that's directly or indirectly. Pick those five things and always talk about those five things. I, I don't really care what you're passionate about or not passionate about, but don't be the person. Let's say you're passionate about politics. Great. Your vibe attracts your tribe. You're going to create raving fans if you consistently talk about it. Yeah, you're going to piss off half the people, but the people that follow you are going to absolutely love you. But don't be the person that doesn't post about politics for three and a half years and all of a sudden you post about politics every day for six months and then you don't post about politics again. You see what I mean? I don't really, I'm not telling you what not to talk about or to talk about. I don't really care. All I care is commit to it and be consistent. Don't create these raving fans and then all of a sudden, you know, two months out of the year, you're going to be like, I'm just going to talk about this. Look, you can make anything work as long as you commit to it and you strategize on it. And so that's the biggest thing for you as you're going is I want you to commit and I want you to strategize and be consistent. Now, if you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about. That's okay. Just start. Just start. And then later you're going to get more dialed in. So I don't want any excuses that I can't create this consistent posting because what's going to happen is you consistently post every single day. You're going to have people that block, unfriend, unfollow you. But then the people that love you, they're going to tag other people. They're going to share it. They're going to get to know you better. And this is a way to attract new people. So just be consistent on posting every day, whichever platform you're utilizing. The next thing is, is as you're posting, I'm a huge fan of creating curiosity type posts. Uh, these curiosity type posts can bring people in. So they could be simple things that, you know, work within it, but question based posts help a ton to bring people in. Uh, other things you can create are controversial type things. So question based posts that you could say could be something, uh, very, very simple. So one of the ones I wrote that's really simple is, my next vacation is. Why? Because again, this just creates awareness. It brings people in. It creates more conversations as you go. Uh, if you want to get more specific, that's going to bring people in as well. So you could get more specific on something that you feel like is completely to your vibe or to your tribe as you go. Uh, other things I like to do is I like to create a controversial, but kind of not controversial, like funny controversial posts. So I made a post the other day that I don't know how many comments, 400 comments on it. And I showed my wife and how many email unopened emails, but she just deleted all of her emails less than a year and a half ago. And she already has over, I don't know, 10,000 emails unopened. That drives me nuts. And then there's me who has like less than six. And so I'm like, there's two kinds of people in the world. And I showed hers and I showed mine. People go crazy, like one side, the other side. It's absolutely hilarious. It's so fun to see. These are ways to bring people in and it's ways for people to get to know you. You're like, well, how does that rate to cold market? Look, as you start talking about value consistently and then you're mixing it up with posts that create a little bit more attention where you're having fun and people get to know you, again, attention is the number one currency in marketing. It's bringing people in. It creates conversations. Is It creates conversations. What you can do, and this is completely different. We'll talk about this later you can shift to Messenger. Someone comments on your post, it's really easy to shift to Messenger and just start having a conversation with them. No, not fake chit chat. We'll talk about that as well. I hate the fake chit chat. Like that stuff just kills me. So we'll talk about that. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with being a good human being. Okay, next place, stories. Stories are great. Whether you're using Insta, you know, Insta stories or using Facebook stories, this is a great way to be able to draw people in as you go. 
So stories are absolutely incredible as a way to warm up your audience. Now, some of you are like, okay, well, this is great. Like posts I know, uh, that's a good reminder on being consistent. That's a good reminder on picking the five, you know, most important categories as you go. Great reminder on, you know, the posts and the curiosity posts, um, you know, all this stuff. But where am I supposed to find people? Great question, right? Number one. I'm obsessed with Facebook groups. Why? Because you can really niche down on the things that interest you the most. So the example I always give is, you know, hiking. I've hiked all over the world. So I could go find hiking groups. I played semi-professional tennis. I could go find, you know, tennis groups. Um, my favorite sports team, Los Angeles Lakers, right? I could go find groups on that because this is a fake chat. These are people that Regardless if they, yes, I want them to join my business and people are like, isn't that a hidden agenda? No, what's wrong with wanting every single person to join your business? And if they don't, I'm still going to be a good human being to them. But if you know you've got incredible products and services, services that can change their lives and you've got an incredible business opportunity, like get over yourself. You have this like hidden agenda in your mind is what you think and you're like, oh, I feel so slimy. What's wrong with that? Every single business want people to buy from them. So, for you, I want you to look at it and say, you know what? Get over that limiting belief. There's nothing wrong with wanting every single person to join their business as long as it's a fit or buy your products or services. You gotta know what you have. You gotta be confident in what you have because if you're not sure, they're sure as crap, not gonna be sure. If you're not sure, they're not sure. So I want you to just put that in perspective as you go. So Facebook groups, really, really simple. This is a great place to find people, to connect with people, uh, people that you feel like you could naturally have conversations. It's not going to feel like fake chit chat forum. This is a place where in these Facebook groups, you can actually make posts inside of those because it's something you're excited and passionate about. So it, it, it's likely they're going to add you as friends. You can find other, if they comment on your posts or if you find posts that you like, you comment on. It's easy to add them as friends. Boom, done right there. If you just focused on that, you're never ever going to run out of leads. Just right there. If we're talking about cold marketing and you're like, where do I find the leads? Great. There it is. That's simple. Now, if you're using LinkedIn, you can also find these interest type groups. And that's a great place as well that you can follow the similarities. If it's Instagram, what you're going to do is you're going to search hashtags of things that you're passionate or excited about. And then you can look at, you know, who are some of their followers? Who are people that are following? So if I went to hiking, I can find all these hiking hashtags. I can go to uh, a Facebook or sorry, an Instagram page, someone's profile, and I can see, okay, this is a really good Instagram. This is really good content. I love this content. Who are the people that are following them? And then I could even look at who are the people that are commenting, right? And these are the type of people that I know I can connect with because it's something I'm naturally interested in. So finding people is not that hard. You just have to make sure you're consistent at it. You got to set a goal so that it's not just, I want to find new leads. How many new leads? If talking to new people is the number one income producing activity, I want to know how many new leads are you going to be adding on a weekly basis? Some people work better off a DMO, a daily method of operation, right? And they're going to say, okay, I want to add three new leads every day or five new leads or six new leads or 10 new leads every single day. And then some people are going to work better off a weekly method of operation. They're like, you know what? I'm going to dedicate all of Wednesday. Wednesday is going to be my lead generating day and I'm going to generate 30 leads on Wednesday, right? Monday's my day. I'm going to talk to brand new people. Tuesday is my day that I'm going to follow up. So some people work better off a weekly method of operation. I don't care. The principle is 
is making sure that you're doing the highest income producing activities and adding to your lead list is one of those because the number one is talking to brand new people. Well, how do I talk to brand new people if eventually I'm consistently doing that and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't really have that many more new people to talk to. That's why you gotta constantly add to your lead list. So those are simple things that you can do. And again, you can do the same concepts on TikTok, right? Searching hashtags, finding people that have commonalities in you. Uh, Clubhouse, you can find certain themes and you can follow certain themes and you can join these type of groups and then you can follow the people that are joining specific type groups. Let's say you're someone that's extremely passionate about something specific to health and wellness. And so there's this guru who goes on and they do a clubhouse. Great. You can go on and the people that are tuning in on there, you can follow them. Simple. And then how do you message them? Well, as of right now, just typically they're connected to either their Twitter or their Instagram. Instagram's a little bit easier. You can go message them there. Hey, I saw you're on the clubhouse there, just tuning in, right? It's super simple for generating the leads. So I don't want to hear the excuse of, oh my goodness, like I'm running out of leads. Look, the key is, is just commit to it, be consistent with it. You're never going to run out of leads. So we've talked about never running out of leads. We've talked a little bit about warming up those leads with value-based posts, with attention, right? Curiosity type posts, utilizing that with both stories and posting in general, whichever platform you're on. Obviously, there's certain platforms that don't have stories, but posting consistently, you can do that and that can make a huge difference. Now, the next thing as we go is, I want you to understand this. People ask the question, should I be direct or should I be indirect? And this is like, I don't know why, this is like a controversial type thing where people, people like pick this stance and this is the only way to go and, and you gotta do it this way and, and you're shady if you're not direct and that other people are like, oh my goodness, you're spammy if you're direct. Like, how dare you? So here's my simple stance on this. People are confusing principles and techniques. The principle is talking to brand new people is working in this business, right? The principle is, in my mind, is if you approach someone on the first message, typically that's becoming spammy family. If you approach someone after the third conversation, notice I said first message before, I did not say first conversation. First conversation's okay. After the third conversation, then you're overdoing the rapport. Like you don't want to be the person that's like, hey, so I've talked to Sally now for about two years. Do you think I can approach her about the business? So you see I'm going both extremes here. Uh, I did a poll and the poll is actually in the Facebook group, The Game of Networking. And inside of this poll, it was very interesting. I asked the question because most of the people in this poll were people that were serious about network marketing, varying levels of success, but were serious, committed. Most of them on average had been in the business for several years. And the question was asked how they were approached because I figured the best data is based on the people that are still in the business, right? And it was really interesting. I believe that it was about... 60 plus percent of people were not approached in the first conversation. And it was a little bit, probably less than 40% were approached in the first conversation. So what can we extract from that data? Everybody's different. And I've heard people even say, well, 
approach people how they want to be approached. I don't know how they want to be approached. This is cold market. This isn't my bestie. This isn't one of my good friends that I know like they want me to approach them right away or they want me to approach them in the second or third conversation. So when you're thinking about cold marketing, I want you to challenge yourself. How would you want to be approached? The reason why I want you to challenge yourself on how you would want to be approached is because this is going to help you to become the bold version of you. Like I said earlier, people are going to judge you no matter what. They're going to judge you because you were, you approached them way too soon. They're going to judge you because, right? Because you took too long to approach them. People are going to judge you no matter what. So no matter what you do, there's going to be people mad on both sides. So the key is you're learning to do this is what do you feel like the bold version of you? Are you the type of person that you just can't stand when someone approaches you in the first conversation? Well, then don't do it. Approach in the second or third. Are you the type of person that you just hated when someone didn't approach you in the second or third conversation? Well, then approach them in the first conversation. There is no right or wrong. Duplication, the problem with it is we misinterpret it and we try to just say, hey, I'm going to, this is more duplicatable. No, what's not duplicatable is trying to make everybody one way. That's just stupid. Just being blunt. That's just stupid. Why are you trying to make everybody one way? Teach the principle like I just did, let people become the bold versions of themselves. So the next thing, what I want you to do right now is there's there's some notes I've got written down that I just do not want to forget about, is this is something that I've been teaching that the online world teaches, but we have not taught this enough in network marketing. So for many of you, this is going to absolutely just blow your mind. For many of you, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, like this is exactly what but needed to hear. So people want to know what scripts work the best. Okay. Now, again, we're going to teach you some scripts of what to say and how to say it. But here's my huge advice. I think this can change your, but no, I don't think, I know this can change your business entirely. Create different variations of scripts. So after today, what I want you to do is I want you to create your script, script one, and I want you to create script two. And what I want you to do is I want you to split test. That's the word. So in the online world, split testing has become huge. And you may be like, what's split testing? So let's say you, you, you know, you put in www.whatever website. And you go to the website and let's say it's, it's called the landing page. And this is a sales page that, you know, is, is selling you on something. Well, online marketers create two variations of that exact same website. And so the website automatically pushes half the people here, half the people here. And then the website will tell you, right, the back office based on which one is converting better. And then after that, what you can do if you're really smart is you go create another variation, say, well, this one clearly won. So now let's create another variation and let's challenge and see which one works best. Just brilliance, common sense. It seems so stupid, simple, but a lot of people still don't do it in the online world. Well, how does that relate with network marketing? I just told you to create script one and script two. Okay. So after today, when you hear these different variations of what to say and how to say it and all your different ideas, you're jotting down. I want you to create script one and then I want you to create script two. Now what I want you to do is I want you to track both of them. I want you to see, okay, 
how well did script one do and how well did script two do? So you're going to say, okay, I approach 50 people on script one and I approach 50 people on script two and I had 30 people take a look or I had 30 people respond to me. Track all of these simple metrics, right? Very simple. And script two only had 17. So bam, what do you do? You just get rid of script two. And now what you're going to do is you're going to go to script one and you're going to be like, okay, this is the winner, winner, chicken dinner. So now you're like, winner, winner, chicken dinner. This is awesome. So now what you're going to do is winner, winner, chicken dinner. You split tested. You're going to be like, okay, well, let's create another variation of like people just, number one, they don't track anything. They don't treat this like a, a real business. And number two is, is why would you not split test? I don't know what's going to work best for you. How I say things may work completely different for me. I can teach you the principle. The world loves boldness. It makes people curious. It's contagious. And I can teach you principles of exactly what I used to say. And that may not work for you at all. The, the technique, the wording I'm saying. But instead, what I want you to do is I want you to write down two variations I want you to track. And then once you have a clear-cut winner, I want you to do it again. And this next time, what I want you to do is I want you to go create a second variation, completely new one. And now you're like, okay, we're going to do 50 on this one, 50 on this one again. And it may be number one, one again, or it may be like, oh, my goodness, the second one actually won. And if you consistently do this over and over, you're going to start to learn your voice and what works. The other thing I found is people just, they don't, they don't track anything. I mean, if I were to reach out to, and I challenge my personal coaching clients that do run with Rob this, um, on Monday. And I said this to him. I said, if I were to ask you how many new invites you've made to customers and business builders in the last week, could you tell me? In the last two weeks, a month, quarter, year, could you tell me? Very few could tell me. How are you supposed to build a business? Can you imagine if you opened up a traditional business and you asked the employee that you hired, hey, how many people came into the store today? I'm not sure. How many people were interested in, in this or that product? Oh, I have no idea. How are you even supposed to know? If it's the number one income producing activity, why are you not tracking it? So if it's the most important thing, number one, do it, right? We talked about talking to brand new people. We talked about finding leads, right? We talked about warming up those leads a little bit with posts and different things. We talked about a little bit about shifting to messenger. I like shifting to messenger. We'll talk more about that as we go through. And I love using voice messages. And I love connecting based on either a post I saw of theirs, because now there's a point of reference, or based on a comment they made on mine, there's a point of reference. It doesn't feel like fake chit chat because it's a post I was interested in or it was a post that I made that they were interested in. So it's really simple. I don't like the word rapport is overused where people overdo it. I like quick rapport. There have been studies in, and I wrote this down, the top FBI negotiator's name is Chris Faust and he's a sales expert. He said in all of his studies, you got about seven seconds to build someone's trust. So when I'm, that's why I like to do voice message because I want to build trust just quickly. It's a whole different training. Hopefully we're going to have time to do today, but I am just so excited about everything that we have, uh, all of these things as we go, but thank you so much for tuning in. 
Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star rating review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.